Maya. Jesus, just her name sends shivers down my spine. It's so difficult to find ways to describe this woman in a way that articulates who she is. I mean, essentially, she's perfect in every single way. She is my partner in crime, the light of my life, and all the other completely cheesy things I could call her. Maya is completely, totally, in every sense, my everything. I mean, being married is a very serious commitment, wouldn't you say? I've always told her till death do us part and then some, and I've meant that, always have, always will. So in that context, when her accident happened, I thought that this would be nothing for us. We'd survived 11 years of the married life, and by then a little accident wasn't going to stop Maya and I. Of course, she had to stay at the hospital for a little while, and there was about a week when I couldn't see her, but eventually I brought her home. The plan I had in my head was to try and get everything back to normal. We were going to follow a routine to get me and Maya back on track. I just wanted to move forward and forget everything about the accident. But alas, that was not what fate had in store. You see, a little after two days, I had a slight twinge. A gut feeling that something was off. At first, I couldn't put my finger on it. But once I figured it out, it hit me like a train. Maya, my Maya, had brown eyes. But suddenly her dark eyes had turned an icy cold blue. I wanted to think it was a fake, a joke. So I approached her with my discovery. Maya? I asked softly. Yes, Cameron? She didn't look at me, which struck me as odd, but not unusual. I made a mental note. Are you wearing contacts? <laughs> what? My wife stammered. Your eyes are brown, Maya, not blue. Cameron, I think you need to lay down. <laughs> she chuckled nervously. My eyes have always been blue. No, I thought sternly. No, they have not. But what else could I do? Arguing would do nothing good. I mean, okay, love, if you're sure. I responded and left it at that. Ever since that day, I started noticing other things. Everything. The different tint of brown in her hair. Maya's responses to foods that I thought were her favorite. I could swear she's ever so slightly shorter than I once thought she was. And her fingers are a little too thin. And most important to me, her eyes seem to be swollen. Along with the entirely wrong fucking color. It's wrong. She's wrong. She's not Maya. There's a couple of other not-so-little things, though, I thought I could share that would solidify my case. In the morning, if I wake up early enough, I can hear Maya softly sobbing in the kitchen. And when she's alone, or thinks she's alone, she starts scratching the walls. It's either that, or she tries to open things like drawers, cabinets. She's gotten into three drawers so far, just to find them empty. She then loses it, screaming and crying. After things like that, we have talks. It's so difficult with things like this. I try to help Maya adjust after our incident. I tried to be patient with everything going on in Maya's life. I tried to get us back on a routine too, but it didn't work. She didn't want it to work. Yes, I could overlook her different colored eyes, her fucking annoying tantrums of scratching and screaming. I could ignore everything. 
But one night, everything reached a crescendo. Listen, I've tried to ignore her tantrums. Really, I have. Most nights, I just put a pillow on my head until she wears herself out. But tonight, I just couldn't. Maybe it was Maya trying to muffle her cries, or maybe it was the sound of the padlock smacking into the window. Whatever it was, I couldn't take it. She had pushed my limits. I got up and made no effort to quiet my footsteps as I went to confront her. I heard her gasp as she turned and saw me. Maya, I said tiredly, those aren't coming off until you've learned to readjust to the house. We've talked about this, about our routine. Cameron, please, I just want to leave. She begged. I want to see my mum, please. I've told you why you can't see her, Maya. Please, 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 please. Maya. Please, Cameron. Enough fucking crying, Maya, I bellowed. I lost my temper, snapped, although I shouldn't have. I regretted my actions immediately, but it was too late. She flinched away from me and tried to shrink into the door, shaking. I sighed. I'm sorry, darling. I didn't mean to yell. Forgive me. Stress of work. I crouched down and held out my hands, motioning to her. She defiantly shrank away from me and didn't budge. Maya? No. Maya? I said, more sternly this time. That's not my fucking name! The hall echoed with her cry. At the time, it took everything in my power to be the best husband I could be. To not lash out and be reasonable. Do you really want to start that? Do you remember what happened last time? And just as quickly as she had started, she stopped. Maya was still, then slowly crawled over to me. I gently wrapped my arms around her. It's gonna be okay, I promise. You'll adjust to this place, to me. In the meantime, let's compromise, okay? You can get freedom around the house when I leave, and in return, you agree to stay. Maya, sound fair? She sniffled and nodded. One more thing, okay? Yes, Cameron? I held on to her, a little tighter. Don't ever, ever fucking disobey me again, or you'll find yourself getting more than a scolding. Silently, my new Maya shook her head. Good. I'm glad we're clear. Now get back to bed. As I watch her leave, the light patter of her bare feet in the hall, a faint smile can't help but pass over my face. Technically, she's not Maya, or at least not the Maya I need her to be. There are flaws, and I'll definitely have to adjust some things. But soon, it'll be like my wife was never gone. Thank you for listening. I've been your host, Tom. Don't forget to check out Sleepless Readings on YouTube to hear these stories first. And as always, stay sleepless.